Father, we give you praise and glory. Thank you for this morning. We're honored again to be gathered around your word. I ask in the name of Jesus that the next few moments will be moments of life, of light, and of lift. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In Jesus' beautiful name we pray. Good morning. It's an honor to be in your space bringing you God's word. I trust that you rested well. Now, the popular English saying that the refusal to plan is the acceptance of failure. So, failure to plan is planning to fail. That's not my subject, but it illustrates the point I want to make. So what it means is that you make a choice by not making a choice. Even your silence and your inactivity is a decision by itself. What he's trying to tell you there is that there are no middle grounds. If you refuse to plan, you have accepted to fail. That means the choice to succeed is accepting responsibility for something. There is a way these choices are made. And I, I hope that the way I'm going, you will be able to get the point. The, the decision to keep a home, for example, is the decision to love even when your spouse is not lovable. It's a choice. So, when you see two headstrong partners, you will know that they have not made a decision to keep their home. For a happy home, the joy of that home for a couple that will succeed is more important than their individual egos. So, the choice to keep a home makes them to swallow their ego every time. Why am I going this route? There is a way your choice for the supernatural is indicated. I set before you Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse, life, uh, verse 19, death and life, blessing and uh, life and death, blessing and cursing. All right, then he advises and says, Choose life that you may live. The question here is, When I choose life, how do I know that I have chosen life? How do I know that I've chosen life? If a student chooses to succeed, it is indicated in his seriousness in class. He will have to change his friends sometimes. You cannot choose to be, scripture says, for example, that if you are a soldier, you cannot entangle yourself in civilian affairs so that you may please the one who sent you. It means if you have chosen to please the one who sent you, the indication will be that you you eschew civilian activities. Hmm. So the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 3, verse 7, Hebrews chapter 4, verse 7, it says, If you will hear my voice, he starts that scripture by saying, The Holy Spirit says, The Holy Spirit says, what it means is that the Holy Spirit is always speaking. God is always speaking. Then he says, it is if you will hear, that means it is not a function of whether God is speaking. It's a function of whether you will hear or not. 
again he designates a certain day in David. This is Hebrews chapter 4, verse 7. He says, uh, uh, Today, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your heart. Let, 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 let me quickly wrap up with this. If you will hear his voice, do not harden your heart. What it means is that if you have made a choice to be led by the Spirit of God, there is a heart posture. You must keep a tender heart. A hardened heart is a heart that is dominated by preconceived notions. In fact, if you read that scripture contextually, those two chapters, you will find out that he is talking about unbelief. You must not have a hardened heart of unbelief. And that is your responsibility. It is the way your choice is indicated that you keep a tender heart and say, Lord, I will do what you will have me do. That heart posture is what is necessary to be led. Many times we, we say the Lord is not speaking. No, sir. If you check scripture properly, you will know that he that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says. Present continuous. God is not a talkative. Yes, but he's always speaking. He is always speaking. He has a word concerning every situation. The question is, if you will hear, if you will hear, if you are willing to hear, then harden not your heart. Many times, we don't have the right posture to be led. There is a positioning to be led. Your heart must be tender. Your heart must be malleable to the will of God. Your heart must be agreeable to the instructions of God. Harden not your heart. I trust that blessed you. Trevor and I thought to bring you a word of faith and